Hello and welcome to Life Changing Science, the Biobuilder podcast. I'm your host, Zishan Siddiqui, and today I talk with Kevin Fuentes. Kevin is a first generation Salvadoran American now studying chemical engineering and biochemistry at Tufts University. He completed the apprenticeship challenge in the spring of 2019 and did his apprenticeship at Biobuilder during the summer, testing out the synthetic biology lab kits that Biobuilder provides to schools. I am super excited to talk to him today, so let's dive right into this episode. Could you tell us a bit about when and how you first discovered Biobuilder? Yeah, I mean, I still remember extremely vividly, and it's just a simple thing that um, my bio teacher, a Mikey bio teacher, she was just in class and she was just like, oh, hey guys, someone's going to be coming in who's going to be, you know, presenting like a, a project or like a, an organization to you guys. Like we're going to have an assembly. You're going to just go and we're going to hear her and talk to her. And I remember at the time, I was just really excited because it got me out of class. And I was like, oh, nice. And so I'm like, well, I'm looking forward to that. And when I went down, uh, that's when I first met Natalie Caldwell. And she was just explaining what BioBuilder is, what they represent. That's the first time I ever heard like the word synthetic biology. And that was the first time that I guess I was exposed because at the time, like I was doing like traditional like AP bio coursework or just the coursework that I'd done. Because I also took bio as a freshman, but like honored bio. And so like it was mostly just stuff that like I was very familiar with. Like um, there wasn't much of an application or I wasn't sure about an application to the studies I was doing. But synthetic biology kind of became the first like professional application for for bi- the biology that I thought I was learning. So it was just really fascinating. Learning about synthetic biology for the first time through BioBuilder made you view biotech and synthetic biology, et cetera, through the lens of, I guess, the professional side of things and yeah. how you can actually implement your what you're learning in class into the real world. And BioBuilder helped sort of facilitate that. So I want to move on to the BioBuilder apprenticeship program. Tell us a bit more about it and what it is, what project you worked on, and I guess what skills you learned in terms of like what the curriculum was. So the BioBuildership apprenticeship or the BioBuildership apprenticeship uh, was kind of like a workshop, like kind of a training for a few weeks that what we did was they trained us in like basic lab etiquette and like uh, good lab practice in terms of just, you know, being in a lab, working at a bench. Um, but they also provided some conceptual uh, instruction in terms of synthetic biology and what it is. And so the skill that we learned, I guess, what I remember most vividly was we learned a lot about um, uh, transformation. Uh, transformation is kind of the, one, one of the, like, I guess, foundational basis of synthetic biology with plasmids. And so we became very familiar with transformation, how to perform a transformation on E. coli culture, and then how to make them provide some kind of gene expression from whatever we were transforming them with. Then the project that I worked on was kind of like a branch off from this, where it was we were allowed to kind of come up with an idea, and it was like more like an engineering project rather than like a mainly primarily science biology project. And we were to like a chassis, some sort of you know cellular organism to implement a plasmid or transform it with a plasmid, so that I could you know make some kind of product through yield. And mine was. I'll really never forget mine. Mine was a synthetic alchemist. Well, it wasn't even mine. It was ours because my team also had a huge role in that. And it was just, supposedly we were going to get a a freshwater bacteria and transform it with this plasmid from this other bacteria that exists in soil that takes uh, hazardous materials and converts them from hazardous materials or hazardous metals to gold. 
So we were going to make it so that like we were going to put it in like a lake or some kind of like water source where humans get their water from. So let's say like Flint, Michigan, and we would like release it into the wild and it would absorb the lead in the water. And instead, you know, you get gold or something like that. But I mean, that, it was really fun. That's that's what I remember most vividly, especially from the, um, from the program. And then we had a, we had a presentation towards the end. Uh, some of the faculty at uh, um, Lab Central, which is a startup facility for a lot of um, biotech companies. Was the first time you, you know, you mentioned a lot of molecular biotechniques, like transformation and stuff. Was BioBuilder the first time, uh, was the apprenticeship program the first time you did any of those experiments or learned any yeah. of those techniques? Yeah, mo- most definitely. The funny thing is, we touched a little bit on transformation in my actual AP Bio class. But uh, it was very brief, and it actually came after I was exposed to it in my uh, apprenticeship. So it was definitely the first time that I had done anything quite like it. I know with the apprenticeship program, like towards the end, I think you have the opportunity to, I guess, undertake a six-week paid summer internship program after. And did you uh, do that program as well? And I think that was with BioBuilder as well. Yeah, all of us were supposedly going to go into internships. But it wasn't something that was necessarily promised. It was something that you were, you know, preparing yourself for, for internships, for interviews, for resumes. And um, I remember I was frantic because I did not land a single one. And I was like, I was in the dumps. So I was like, you know what? But like, that's okay. You leave, you move on. But then Natalie just didn't let me go. And she was like, I would like to offer you an internship with BioBuilder. And so she kind of like, you know, pulled me out of the dumps. So I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Like she gave me, a, gave me a chance. I was like, all right, I will do it. So yeah, I, I took the, is it around maybe a little bit longer than six weeks. What were you working on um, during those few weeks? I, I think you mentioned that it was a, you're working on some synthetic biology kit um, or something yeah. similar or just a bunch of different things. Well, actually, it was a bunch of different things. I was really like more like a lab assistant and like a, like a, a teaching assistant really because the main like task that I deal with most of the days was just helping with the workshops that she was well Natalie and hosting at the time so I would meet students like from college age to young children who were going to elementary school so I would just be there to sometimes help them with the projects because they were the same projects we did uh, when I was an apprentice so I was familiar with them Um, aside from that uh, I did test some like synthetic biology kits because it was more just like a student's perspective into a student product. And so I would kind of just run and go through the experiment, see if it was something that I would understand. And then, you know, provide feedback. And then also I, there was times where, I mean, now they also give me the opportunity to kind of just do some research of my own to just kind of have time to look into things that I was interested in. And I continue or did a little bit more studying up on project I did during my apprenticeship with the, the, the plasmid and finding out if it was feasible and I even considered iGEM and looking for the right parts if I was going to make something like that. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't enough time. But I, I did appreciate this. You gave me some time to just think and to just, you know, practice and provide a little bit of application to everything that I had seen. Because for the most part, most of it was pretty restricted to conceptual. And so it was really nice to just get a chance to apply it to what I felt was the real world. I like how you mentioned the, the teaching aspect as well, because I've been doing a bit of teaching the past year or two. And it's the best way to learn. Uh, oh, you realize how much you don't know. College students are a bit easier, but I remember I was teaching year six about uh, grade six about uh, DNA. That was a challenge. Almost definitely because the hands raised and a slew of questions that just like one after the other one, I feel like, but why, but why, but why, but why? And you're just kind of like, 
Well, I, I don't know. And then eventually you get to like the extent of what the, really the, the foundational knowledge you have. And you're like, well, I don't know. And then you, that's when like, if you're right, you are definitely challenged with things that you don't know because, you know, you're having to teach something. And that's how you know you're learning as well. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, it was yeah. like, it's kind of like a, a few months in like a, like a dream almost. Cause it was just like, obviously when you're in high school, you're not very much thinking sometimes about, I guess, your future professionally and just, you know, kind of like what, what continues after you even get out of high school, let alone college. So it was my first time really seeing like these startup companies who are all really batting for their ideas and writing for grants and, you know, kind of seeing just a, a little glimpse of the life of biotech and how they go from a small, like young company to these huge, like, companies that we see today with like you know some some things like Pfizer and Biogen it's just crazy to kind of see it all start from like the the sandbox and uh, a simple like idea but it, it kind of motivates you because then you're like oh so this is somewhere that I guess my passion and interest could take me I think it's the best time to be in you know biotech slash symbio ever almost definitely um, uh, we started the next question I wanted to ask was we sort of like I guess touch touched on this already I was going to ask how did BioBuilder sort of provide a platform for you uh, to develop as a synthetic biology? But I guess I'll also reword it to how did it help sort of break down barriers in terms of, you know, access to great, great science? I guess, how did it give you access to a potential career in STEM? Like were, before BioBuilder, were, did you understand what a career in STEM meant or were you trying to like figure that out? Honestly, that's probably like a really great leading question because I did not know what a career in STEM meant for the most part. I actually before before BioBuilder, I was very convinced I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. That was that was the goal at the time. It was just I come from a like an immigrant family. Like I'm a first gen student, so there's sometimes there's kind of a very two line path. You're either gonna be a lawyer or a doctor, and so I had a pretty like set idea, but not because of something that I was passionate about. It was mostly just something because it was the thing to do. And so that's why I kind of was preparing myself. That's why I took AP Bio. But I think that's probably one of the things that I will always thank like BioBuilder for because it was really a watershed moment in like my form, like, and like kind of like my growth and for me to set a trajectory for myself. Because when I did see what a biotech was like, what I did see what being at a bench was like, what I did see what like a, a startup looked like and what biotech can be and just the potential behind synthetic biology and you know biotechnology and bioengineering and gene therapy I fell in love because for me I was looking to create like or just like I guess an overall goal like I, I want to create everlasting change that is the the end thing but you really just want to find the the means and the medium the platform to do it and I felt like there's just so much power in like our understanding of biology and, and microbiology and your cells and human the human biome that synthetic biology kind of and my work with Natalie and BioBuilder really kind of just set me straight and was like hey this is a possibility for you and that was probably what was the most empowering that it, it made it seem like it could happen and it made it seem like it was real and so aside from just like the you know the practical help that it gave me like in terms of skills and things to provide me for a future job it really just kind of sent me with confidence that this was something I can do because for the most part, I'm not, I, I would still maybe argue that I'm not the best math person or really STEM person. Um, I was yeah, in high school was much more, I feel talented at like, um, like English and, and history. Like those were, I was very much more into the humanities. I just wasn't very interested in it with science and in biology and chemistry and math and physics. Those are things that I just, it were harder for me to get at first. 
But once you challenge yourself because you tell yourself, I can do it. And that really stems from my time at BioBuilder. They kind of convinced me like, oh, I'm a very capable person who can most definitely do it if it's something that I want to do. And that kind of just like, it really did change my life. Like I, I kind of did a 180 turn from like a lot of the preconceived notions that I had about the professional future. And, you know, there, I guess kind of like the rest is history because I kind of just trugged along and pushed ahead to where I am now. It's really important, especially, you know, latter stages of high school, that BioBuilder showed that belief in you. And also one thing I've seen with, you know, synthetic biology, it's, it's a very broad field. Under the SynBio umbrella, there's biochemistry, there's a lot of math, there's economics, there's humanity, there's a lot of different things that you need to consider, right? And sometimes it's easy to get lost. And I think one thing, uh, just having talked to you for the past few minutes, is Bible to help also not only expose you to that world and show, you know, the wonders of synthetic biology, but also give a bit of direction into how to get from point A to point B. So it's, it's fair to say that Bible was quite influential in your choice for pursuing. So you're doing chemical and bioengineering at Tufts, right? So I'm doing chemical engineering and biochemistry. Yeah, I, I would say that. But honestly, I they kind of like set me a, a path, but I myself kind of got lost in the sense that I knew that I want to go into life sciences. I knew that I wanted to be in some form of biology and that I wanted to do something along the lines of synthetic biology and that I could do it. But at this point now it was more just focusing in on what that really looks like and what that means. Because you're having to select a, a major, especially because like I, I, I moved into the school of engineering and it's very soon. Like I've already declared my major and it was kind of like, it's kind of terrifying because like it kind of expects you to have an idea of what you're going to do. And so I was originally settled on biomedical engineering. And I, after, you know, studying that for a little bit for just like at least looking into what that means as a professional feature, it just wasn't something that I was particularly interested in. And then, so at the time I was taking chemistry and I realized I love chemistry. Like it was probably something that would just like, I was good at and I could do. And so I was like, you know what? I think we're going to do chemical engineering. And at the time, like also we've only done a few prerequisites. So there's still room for me to change. And then I took biochemistry as a second major because I still have this feeling that I might end up more on the biology side, but I wasn't sure. And I'm still not entirely sure. But really where I guess that understanding now comes from is where I'm working now. I'm not doing anything really crazy there. Like I'm really just like a, a lab associate. Like I'm not, you know, like a part of their teams or discovery teams or anything like that. But what BioBuilder finished, they picked back up in terms of like my formation and my understanding. Because the thing I was really concerned about was where does chemical engineering align with a lot of the things I fell in love with a few years ago? Um, and like, how can I kind of continue something that I picked up and enjoy with a lot of the initial dreams and aspirations I had before. And that's really, and you're right, when you start looking into really a biotech, there's so much more than just like, oh, you're, you're biologists, like your traditional biologists. You have an entire finance team. You have people who are doing marketing. And then also on the other hand, you have people who are, yes, biologists doing discovery in terms of um, like, there's like a histology team, but there's also a vectorology team and people who are building like, you know, capsids to, to inject some kind of, you know, virus into something else. And I'm still very new to all of that as well. But like, it's really motivating to know that there is a place for a chemical engineer in the initial aspirations and ideas that I had that were introduced to me by BioBuilder. BioBuilder definitely like kind of set me on the path. And so what I will say is that like, I still am very, very sometimes overwhelmed by just the 
immense amount of options that you can have with not just synthetic biology, but just biology as a discipline, I, I, I get a little bit closer to the, the place I want to be. And, but I have things at the end of the day, I would never even be where I am right now, had it not been for my initial, initial interactions with BioBuilder. Definitely. And I'm sure you'd love to stay connected with the, I mean, once you're, once you go through a BioBuilder program, you're, I, I really think it's a lifelong connection to the community, that network yeah. and to the people. And I'm sure you'd some point again, love to maybe mentor a BioBuilder club. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I, there, I really would never even see a reason why I would say no. It's more of a thing where I just, there was a lot of people who did that. They volunteered for maybe working with BioBuilder before in high school or just really talented people that they outsourced to and reached out to who came. Those people were also especially valuable to me because they were always the people I would ask, how did you get here? Like, what, where, like how did you, what was the process for you? Where did you go to school? What did you study? And those conversations were probably some of the most important conversations that I had because when I was confused really about the direction in which I was going in, they provided a lot of helpful insight. And so for me, it'd be very motivating to be that person for someone else. What would your message be to, I guess, current high school students, right, who are interested in applying to their apprenticeship program? Just, I guess, with context, I really wasn't going to do it at first. I, I was a very big track runner in high school, and the apprenticeship program runs through track. So it was a huge, it was actually a really big decision for me because I had a lot of aspirations for that season. My coach like grilled me. He was like, well, what are you doing? Why would you leave the season? Why would you just kind of, it was really a hard decision to make. What I'll say is, is this, is that BioBuilder and the services that they provide and the education they provide is an amazing opportunity to learn, expose yourself and immerse yourself into the world of what synthetic biology is, but also career and life sciences can be. Nothing is as motivating as knowing that you have the capacity to do something. And BioBuilder most definitely provides that opportunity. I think aside from just the practical knowledge that they gave me, BioBuilder changed my life by just showing me that it's possible. I would never stop recommending BioBuilder to anybody who's gonna, who was thinking about it. And if you're looking to apply to the, the apprenticeship or a BioBuilder club, do it. If you truly have the desire to, to create change in this world, then sometimes all it takes is just finding out or figuring out how you're going to do it. And I can tell you right now that BioBuilder, maybe biology is not what you want to do. Maybe it's not what's going, it's going to be what you can do, but it will be something that will provide you with a general sense that you are capable. I feel like nobody's more equipped to do that than BioBuilder. Thanks once again to Kevin for joining me today. It was great to hear him reflect on his time with BioBuilder. He mentioned that he did not see himself as the best STEM student. But once he decided to challenge himself with the apprenticeship program, his mentality shifted to, I'm a very capable person who can most definitely do it if it's something I really want to do. And I found that very insightful and inspiring. I believe this episode will be very useful to any high school student interested in learning more about the BioBuilder Apprenticeship Program or the BioBuilder Club, and also current BioBuilder Ambassadors and the BioBuilder community because this episode, as well as the other episodes where I interview students, gives a great insight into how BioBuilder has influenced student lives in terms of their professional and personal development. If you would like to learn more about anything Kevin and I discussed today, please refer to the show notes. 
Join me for the next BioBuilder podcast. We'll welcome another wonderful guest whose career has been influenced by BioBuilder's life-changing science. See you next time. Thank you.